Josh, this episode of Bromley Lynch is brought to you by Jealous Craig and Ballarat. Send they're looking after us and they will look after you. For buying, selling, renting any house in Ballarat, use Jealous Craig. Uh, thanks for calling Bucci Combs. This is Michael speaking. G'day, Michael. Uh, my name's Sam. I'm actually sitting here with my brother Josh and I'm doing a podcast. And one of the things we do is ring random numbers and just ask him a question and just see if someone will answer them. Um, are you happy to answer a question for us today? Uh, yeah, sure. What's the question? Uh, what is your dream holiday destination? Oh, um, yeah, maybe Argentina. Oh, Argentina. Somewhere in particular, like Buenos Aires? Yeah, Buenos Aires. Uh, Mendoza's pretty cool. You know, the vineyards and stuff. Can I just say, the way that you just pronounced Buenos Aires was very impressive. <laughs> Cheers, man. No, thank you very much for, for having us today, and uh, I hope you get to Buenos Aires. Yeah, cheers, man. What's the podcast uh, you run, by the way? Uh, it's called Bromley Lynch, but in Argentina it's called Bromley Lynch. Uh, okay. I'll have to search it up. Thank All you right. very much, mate. Cheers. You'll be on. All right. No worries. Have right. a good day. Muchas gracias. Adios. Sam, Bromley Lynch is like the morning paper. It's got your personal column, it's got your news, and it's got your quiz, Josh. This, this is Bromley Lynch. Lynch. Josh, are you refreshed? I'm refreshed. Why are you refreshed? Well, we we went to Bali. We did. Uh, a big group of us. Big group of us. It's it's nice travelling in packs. Um, it was good to get... Like a up, wolf. Yeah, like a wolf. Like a big wolf. Were you the alpha or were you the beta? No, nah, well, at the start, I was by myself, so I was lone wolf. You were lone wolf. Uh, for, for about three or four days there. Uh, but with the group, yeah. I think there was, no, there was no alpha. There was no beta. There's probably a few that think Delta. they were the alpha. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Ruben Sangster. Um, but no, Sam, how good was the trip? It was great. You're yeah. feeling reset. I think you need it every now and then. You I think just, you do. need a holiday. Sam, I'll tell you what was the best part was dusting off the, the old thing we like to call the passport. Absolutely. Right, Sam, there was a there was a, a beauty. But then Sam, also at the airport, I was a bit like, Were you a bit antsy? A little bit. I had luckily I had gone to an airport for domestic flight. Yeah. Uh, only a few weeks before, so yeah. I, I sort of had my pre-season. Yeah. Um. So I was ready for the for the home and away to go over to Bali. Sam, I had a few observations in an in an airport. I think they're a great, you know, people watching place. Absolutely. A, a behavior watching place. Would you say they're on par to like a food court? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Right up there with the food courts and the uh, what else? Like a sporting event of the world. Yeah. Like um. No, no, I I don't think sporting event don't because reckon? everyone's sort of watching the same thing. Yeah. In the arena, if yeah. you're at like the Australian Open tennis, for example, oh, and yeah. you're in on the outers, in the Heineken tent, and you're watching people, that's good. Yeah, um, but the airport, Sam. One thing I did notice was, you know, there's fa- lots of families that go overseas. There is. There's only one stressed parent though. Yeah. You never see two stressed parents. You can't have it because I reckon one of them's already on the holiday. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And. Generally, generally the blur. Yeah. <laughs> like it just is. I'm sorry. I can't generalize anymore. But like there was a there was a fam- there was a family that I watched in the um in the line to to go to get your seat. Like the the old the old man was just looking around at the the every corner of the airport. Do you know what I mean? I know. I can. And there's kids like shaking other people's suitcases. The, the, the mum is just trying to hold them in yep. and then like she's dealt with all the responsibility of going up to the ticketing and the, the old man's still just looking around, yep. doing not much. But I never saw two angry parents or two stressed parents. You can't have it. Always just the one. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a great observation and, and it's something that I can definitely envision. Just like the, the person who is not stressed. Yeah. They don't have a care in the world. <laughs> no, there is absolutely nothing yeah. that's worrying them at that time. Yeah. Josh, I, 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 you go on. No, sorry. But and then also, that same person that's stressed before the flight, I think four days out from the flight home, that's when the stress stress levels go up again. It's a weird one. I remember going down for holidays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've mentioned a few times on the podcast, Port Arlington. Yeah. And it was obviously a caravan set up. Oh, so, yeah. Um, you, Dad... Dizzy, he would be for those that don't know, our dad's nickname is Dizzy. Yeah. Um it'd be it would be around about three days before Christmas every yep. year we'd set up. Yeah. 
I think from about October, <laughs> no, from probably the end of the, the AFL grand yeah. final, yeah. <laughs> he was starting to get stressed about the setup of the caravan. Yeah. The annex, how are we going to get them there? Yeah. Who's going to help me? Yeah. Dates are getting yeah, set yeah, in. Yeah. Like, what about the weather? What if it's really windy? The annex isn't going to go up right. And we never. And then, as soon as we'd get it up on that December 22nd, he'd start worrying about the pack up. No, no, he didn't start. No, post, because we'd always go to the pizza shop at Port Arlington, yeah. which he loved, yeah. post, pa- post set up. Yeah. And then the post pizza, that's when he started to stress. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> he, you know, if the ice cream would come out, he'd be like. So what do you reckon about the packer? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do, do you reckon we've, <laughs> do you reckon we've made this setup easier for the packer? He always goes. So I think the one that he stressed about the most because we had the old school caravan where you have to like put it through the top and yeah. then pull it, yeah. and that was a team effort because you had to raise the annex sort of thing to just get get leverage yeah, on it yeah. and like pull it all the way through. Yeah, and I can guarantee, like we're always going to succeed. Yeah, but I can guarantee every time that 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 it hit the like hit the end, he's like. Yeah, <laughs> he would like celebrate. Yeah, good son. Yeah. Like he would be, he would be pumped. He and would. then, and then, but then it would. He would get stressed about the pack up. Yeah, yeah, like months in advance. Oh god. So Josh, <laughs> some travelling experiences that that I had in my time in Bali yeah. was. We live in a world of highlights, obviously yeah. with Instagram. People, especially now in Australia, a lot of people in like the summer. Uh, in the northern hemisphere, in enjoying the summer, yeah. so a lot of European uh, holidays, uh, anywhere hot, America, all those sorts of places. People are in Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah you wouldn't, you wouldn't know. Bullshit. Would you? Yeah, bullshit. People in Europe. <laughs> you wouldn't know. Didn't know. No. Hashtag Europe. Hashtag Europe. Um, so people are over there at the moment, and it all looks great. It looks. It, travel bloody. looks. Fucking awesome when <laughs> See, you look at Instagram. Sam, it looks bloody magnificent. It does. And I'm not, I had a great time. It was probably the best holiday I've ever had. Watching, but it, yeah. No, in Bali. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it didn't go it didn't go without trouble or oh, issue. First night. Get to the hotel, migraine. Yeah. And I get bad migraine. You do. So my vision starts to, to go all white and blurry. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I just know, hold on now. I've got to shut my eyes for about 12 hours here <laughs> and sit in a dark room. It's it's not good. So it's you couldn't good. experience so that I couldn't first experience night, first excitement. excitement. No, I was in the hotel room. Yep. My head was on the pillow. Yeah, no good. I then realised about a day later that I left my card in the ATM at the Denpasar Airport. Yeah, love that. So that wasn't great. Cancel card. Cancel card straight away. Is it a trip without cancelling your card? Not at all. Oh. But then about two days later, we were driving around scooters, get to the dinner, and my wallet had fallen out of my pocket. Yeah. So no cards left. Not a chance. You are no cards that. left. Luckily, I have a beautiful uh, girlfriend, Clara, who was able to um, pay for me, <laughs> which I will return at some point, yeah. uh, which was great. Uh, but obviously some really good moments as well. Yeah. And it just got me thinking about some of my horror travel stories. Yeah. So I went to Vietnam yep. uh, years ago mm-hmm. and halfway through a cruise, two-day cruise, two-night cruise on Halong Bay, I get struck with salmonella poisoning. Yeah. I was not well. You're a bit, you're a bit weak. Uh, my stomach is not good. <laughs> I need to see a naturopath. <laughs> you I, do. Yeah. That's uh, one thing you do this, need to see. This, this, and the salmonella, it punished the insides. Yeah. And it was the first, the first night of the cruise <laughs> is when I started getting sick. And it was not nice. Yeah. And that's when all you want to be is home in bed yeah. and probably around your mum. And Sam, I know you well. And I don't think you've got the personality to go on a cruise anyway without the salmon, the fear of salmonella. Exactly right. Do you know what I mean? Like it's already hard enough for you to tolerate the cruise yeah. without having food poisoning slash salmonella. Exactly right. So that was so that was calls for... I want to get off this damn boat. Yeah. I, I need to get off. Yeah. I wanted to do a Lieutenant Dang on Forrest oh. Gump, you know, and when he jumps out of the boats and just starts <laughs> doing backstroke and who knows where he went to. Yeah. Luckily enough, I jumped off uh, somewhere else yeah. and was able to get a, a, a bus back to the hotel. And let me tell you, I felt every bit of those bumps. In and the then bus you trip. ended up at Forrest Wedding a few years later. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and then <clears throat> spent 72 hours without any food. What? Entering the mouth. I know. Because of the salmonella. salmonella. Yes. It was horrible. And you like food. I love food. Um, and it, it took me a good few weeks to get over yeah, that. Yeah, you didn't stop. Not complaining because it would have been horrible because anything you put in the system is exiting straight away. 
but not a good not a good trip. So Josh, I'm not trying to be negative about travel, but no. then I went to escape.com and just typed in the words, what are the worst things that could happen to you on a travel? See, these are the things So I'm like trying I'm really trying not to be negative. <laughs> yeah. Horrible hotels is yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing worse than a horrible hotel or accommodation. Yeah. When you're just not feeling like it's fully clean. Yeah. And people who really pride themselves on staying in shit hostels and <laughs> places like that, well done. No one's giving you a medal for that one. <laughs> you don't see them on the Instagrams. Visa failures. That would scare me. Oh, yeah. Anything where you have to give, especially in a foreign country where they speak a foreign language mm-hmm. and they start discussing your documentation, yeah. shit your pants. Yeah. You may as well have salmonella. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, falling prey to pickpocketers. Oh, there's no good. Tight pockets, please, people. Yeah. Maybe someone got somehow while I was on my scooter flicked around like some martial arts. Then they're quick. They're quick. Yeah. They're quick and got my wallet. Yeah, uh, it's a scam. So yeah. false advertising of accommodation, a trip, whatever it might be. Yeah. You're going on a cruise and it's not quite what it's meant to be. Very much like um, the Netflix series. Yes, exactly. What was right. that called? Uh, what was that Netflix the Netflix series? The, the, no, the, not the Tinder Swindler. No. Um, that's just oh, the the fire the island fire, fire festival. festival. Yes. Yeah. Uh, trouble with the law. Never yeah. want to have trouble with the law, especially in a foreign country. Yeah, I've told the story about yeah. one of our best mates. Not not wanting to do that. Uh, and flying issues. Yeah. Delays, all those sorts of things. Yeah. Uh, so th- there are some of the the worst things that can happen See, while traveling. One of those happened to me in Bali. It did. Now on the socials, I did explain that I was robbed. Overseas in Bali, uh, this one and this one actually ended up on the Instagram reel. Um, but Sam, I was my fault, I think. Yeah, yeah, my fault. I, I, I was like, I think I got to the point where like the bloke saw me coming from a mile away. I was like, I just finished having two solo beverages at Finn's Finn's Beach Club. Yeah, that's not uh, very Australian of you. No. <laughs> Yeah, and I walked out uh, with my Bintang singlet on and all that. But I walked out and I wanted to go up into the town of Changu where there's a bit more food, a bit more variety. So I'm like walking out. I'm like, I can't walk anymore. For some reason, my feet were so swollen. Yeah, hot. Yeah, hot. And so the guy just saw me coming from a mile away. Said, "I'm going to, I'm going to ruin this bloke's night." And so I. Got on this motorbike, but before I got on the motorbike, you should always agree to the amount. Okay, so I said, how much, how much? He's like, yeah, all good, all good. And I'm like, yeah, okay. That's not a number. (laughs) That's not a number. All good (laughs) is definitely not a number. And so I got on the back of the bike and he's like, where are you from? Maybe it's a new Bitcoin. Yeah. Like a (laughs) new crypto. But he's like, where are you from? And I'm like, Australia, Melbourne. He's like, I love Australia. I love Australia. And so he's just like, Sam, he... Like had me out of the palm of his hand. Yeah. I'm like, you're a good man. Yeah, you're a really good man. You're a really nice guy. So Balinese people are so nice. Yeah, he's probably and like, oh, you know, jealous Craig. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, and so <laughs> yeah, jealous Craig. Yeah. And so I get off the. I'm like, yeah, just here, mate, just here. So I'm like, how much? How much? And he's like, fifty. And I'm like, yeah, fifty five bucks. And I'm like, that's a bit steep, mate. Like, yeah. we've gone two minutes on a moped. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not a tight ass, didn't but know. the fucking scale. In, in didn't Bali. know I was doing a uh, podcast with a tight ass. <laughs> hey, <laughs> you big tight ass. <laughs> you frugal bastard. <laughs> you done? Yeah, yeah, good. And so, <laughs> so what happened was I get off, and he's like fifty dollars. I'm like, bullshit, mate. Bullshit. <laughs> no, I'm like, oh, really? Like, I was. Yeah, okay, I'm tight. (laughs) (laughs) But then I opened the wallet and he saw a bit of cash in there. But then I'm like, yeah, here we go. He's like, no, 500. uh, Yeah, 500 or 50,000. Or 500,000. And I'm like, 50 bucks? Yeah. 50 bucks Australian. You serious? He's like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, now, anyone, even. That's when you just Even Bezos wouldn't pay that money (laughs) for this moped. Seriously. (laughs) Is it like. Because $50 for a two-minute moped gets stuff. But all of a sudden, he was like Mr. Miyagi with the chopsticks and a fly. Yeah. Like, as quick as you could say, how are you doing? Yeah. Like, not even grab my wallet. Grab the money out of the wallet and took off. And I gave chase for like 15, 20 metres. And I thought, might kill myself here with how many mopeds are around. Yeah. With the lack of... And it was dark. Yeah. So not going to bother. So then I just went and sat down. 
by myself and ate a meal. And Sam, remember I forgot my bank card to actually go on the whole trip? Yeah. Yeah, stupid. And so I had twenty dollars I had like fifteen dollars Australian. This in is my not wallet. a travel podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> fifteen dollars Australian. So I've got I'm sweating with the menu. I'm like, how much is that? How much is that? <laughs> how much is this? Can I even eat tonight? <laughs> and so I'm like looking I'm like, okay, I'll have the Szechuan and the um I'll just have some veggies. I just need some veggies. And so I had I ate the food and then what I didn't see, so I'm like, oh, I calculate tax. I calculated it and I go up to the counter and I'm like, I'm sweet. I'm sweet by about three bucks here. My fucking 18% tax. Yeah, no good. I didn't count that. No. So I'm out, I'm just like, what am I doing? What am I doing? I can't I can't do anything. I can't can barely speak. Like we can barely understand each other, me and the cashier. But then I like deep like got deep into the wallet, yeah. found some coin. Yeah. Um, which was which was great. But felt a bit violated. Yeah. As you, you know, would. I'm eating, I'm sitting there eating, I'm like, fuck, I feel a bit, bit off. Yeah. You know? As you would, Josh. It's, yeah, it wasn't yeah. a nice feeling. because you have a lot of trust in the universe and the people that live with this you. Is the, this was my issue. Then I wrote in my journal later yeah. that night, trust no, <laughs> trust no one, <laughs> even the nicest of people. <laughs> trust oh. absolutely no one. Oh, that's great. Oh, but yeah, look. But Bali was great. See, Bali was <laughs> awesome. It was. Do you know what rounded out my trip, though? Yeah. You know how you look at everyone on a plane? Yeah. And like you can't help but look, and I reckon it's like the Big Brother house. Yeah, like it plane. is. Like you're always being watched. Like as soon as someone turns away from you, there's someone else's eyes on you. Yeah. So if you are one of those people that like are scared of picking your nose in public, oh, yeah. you, you've got a long flight ahead of you. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah. you won't be doing that. Yeah. If you're one of those people that like watch weird shows, well, who just like staring at everyone, and who yeah. <laughs> like staring at everyone, Sam, I couldn't help but look at the guy just in front of me. Yeah. And I could see his screen. Oh, no. He watched the route map the whole time. Oh, no. No. five-hour flight. I thought, okay, he's watching it at the start. 20 minutes in, I'm like, okay, yeah, he's still watching it. And I'm looking if he's got a, I like looked, I like sort of like got up a bit to see if he's reading anything. He's literally looking <laughs> dead straight at the map. At the map. I said, no way. He's not going to watch this. I was like, two hours in, I've already watched King Richard. And I'm like, he hasn't taken it Ma- off. Maybe he thinks that this is like. And like the performance, and at the end of the flight, he just gets up and standing up, <laughs> like a great movie. Yes, yes. Oh. But he watched it the whole entire way without even flinching. He just literally looked at it. I'm like, this bloke hates himself, yeah. or like is a sucker for punishment, yeah, sucker. and so and wanted everyone else to have yeah. punishment as well. Yeah. But yeah, he was an interesting, interesting man. So Josh, we we had some feedback from the friend test that we yeah. did uh, last week. And for those who don't know what the friend test was, it's like we decided because, because we got feedback about our voices and how like we want people to like we want us each other to nominate ourselves like say yep Josh speaking here and because people are try find it hard to distinguish between the two which is fair yeah but so we rang a mate who Marcus Darmody yep. really good guy yeah really good guy. Great guy and so we rang him to see how long it would be until and we what we did was you answered the phone yep and then. He answered, then Josh, me, spoke, and we could. We wanted to see how long it would go on until he realised, okay, both of them on the phone. Yeah. And he he's he's the best at it. He was sharp. He was very sharp. He got us straight away. So it made us think that maybe we should do this a bit more. Yeah, I reckon we should. Uh, and, and really test the friendships that we have with within our group. So what would you say is like the time limit? Uh, so like... If they last over twenty seconds, like, do we just exclude no, them from our you, friendship circle? Not quite. I think no. we we talk to them. Yeah. About uh, do you just see us as the same person? <laughs> Is that what you see us as? Because we have two different hearts, we have two different brains, and we have we two, have we have two different uh, emotional triggers. Yep. Are we just one's one tight person? ass? One's yeah. not. One's a frugal bastard, and the other one's not. <laughs> So I think we'd have to have a discussion. Is it I think no, nah, I think it's thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Could we keep that going for thirty seconds? I think. Oh yeah, that's it. That's, Dude, the, that's the that's the worry. No, well, that's though. on us. Yeah, that's on on us. So do we want to ring another mate? And this could become something quite uh, permanent in the fixture, yeah. Bromley Lynch fixture. Yeah. To just go the friend test. Yeah. Let's do it. So Josh, who have we decided on? I reckon we go with um, Ben Webster. Yeah. Uh, he's a horse and boy. Yep. Uh, he's our, one of our footy teammates. Yeah. And mates in general. Oh, yeah. He's not just yeah. <laughs> not exclusive. Don't, don't isolate it to the yeah, Sorry, Josh. sorry. Um, 
Man that loves the gym. Yep. Uh, loves tuna and rice. He does. Uh, and we'll see. What do you reckon he'll... He's a pretty on switched on unit. He so is a switched it, on It'll unit. be a tricky one for it us. It depends how zoned is in he is on his work. Yeah. If the keyboard's hard. typing, I reckon we could get him for a while. Yep. Yeah. In the background. Ready? What is up? How are you, mate? Yeah, well, how are you? Good, good mate. I'm just checking to see how your body's going. Body's going uh, pretty good. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's good enough to play on the wing, but it's good. Mate, um, how, how are you feeling about that? I reckon you'll be lost on the wing. Yeah, I will. But to be honest, mate, I'm pretty, I'm pretty keen. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I think the wing's an easier position than half forward. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's brutal as well. You can stay on the outside of it and just use that machine. Yeah, you can just kind of cruise. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely not disappointed about it. Yeah. Do you reckon you'll be swapping with anyone up forward or anything? <laughs> nah, I think the reason I'm there is because, like. As in, you boys will stay where you are. So you stay out of it, and then the two on the other flanks, Gus McSwain, think, and Coleman are going to swap in the middle. So that's why, rather than have me sit at the half forward, like, and then not really have anywhere to swap, I think I'm just going to stay in the wing. Um, how how good is it that they're back? That just is unbelievable. Yeah, um, it's going to be it's going to be good. It's going to be tough. Like we're still. I'd love him back for a bit of an easier opponent, like where he went, but uh, it's going to be good. Did you, end up, did you end up going up with your old man? Yeah. With, da- with daddy? Uh, with daddy? Yeah, with my daddy. He, um, I'm just here now. I'm well, going to go for a bit of a walk now that you're on the phone. Oh, um, oh mate, mate, I hey? actually just got to go. I'll call you back in about 20 minutes. Sorry, I've got to go. Yeah, call me. Cheers. Call me. Bye. Bye. <laughs> that worked out way better than what I thought. <laughs> Dad. So what we're doing was, what we're doing, we, that whole time we alternated. Not once did I speak twice in a row. Not once did Sam speak twice in a row. We said about 20 seconds to 30 seconds would be the mark. I reckon that was what? A minute and a half. I had no idea, like to the point where he was ready for a long chat and say, he was going for a walk. So Josh... We're at the age now. Bricks and mortar, white picket fence. Yep. The Australian dream. Yep. Uh, You've got to get a house. Yep. And who's going to help you get a house, especially in the Ballarat region? Jealous Craig. Jealous Craig Jealous Ballarat. Craig Ballarat, Sam. They're local people, local guys who, who know what they're doing in terms of helping people get into that property market, okay, especially in a difficult time, yep. as we're finding out now. It's tough. Yeah. It's bloody tough. Putting all your pennies together to try and buy a house. But Sam, they don't just help with that. They help with renting, yep, selling. selling. They'll get people in. They'll, they'll put a roof over your head. Okay? And Josh, they've actually come on as our first ever sponsor. How good is that? Which means that maybe we'll be able to afford a house. And maybe they will give us one. That would be great. If we keep doing these ads yep. for Jealous Craig, maybe we'll get one step closer to that house on the lake. Sam, on Lake Wendoree. For all your property needs, please support the team that supports us. Jealous Craig, Ballarat. Sam, we're, we're on it. We today. are. Sam, we've got, I'm going to say, comedian, model, writer, podcaster, and dog parent, yes. Aurelia St. Clair. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you for having me. No worries at all. Now, is, is it in any particular order, those different things? Like, what's the most important one there? Is it dog parent? Um, yes. I would say being a parent is like a big part of my life now. <laughs> yes. yes. What sort of dog are we talking? I have a wire-haired Hungarian Vishla. Oh my god, I have a I have a well, short my girlfriend. This is you can uh help me out here. Now, I met my girlfriend when she just before she got the puppy. Yeah. So I I didn't know um this dog existed. <laughs> Should I, and now I've been with my uh girlfriend Clara for two and two and a bit years now. And I'm still getting called stepdaddy at times. Like, what do you think? Oh, like, I've, I wow. look. I don't okay. pay for the vet bills, okay, but yeah. I will help um, with different things. Walking. Like, I'll walk it. Yeah. I'll play with it all day because I work from home a lot as well. I feel like I've got a bit more responsibility than a stepdad. I reckon you should graduate to just dad so. at this point. I think so. Yeah, because yeah. I um, got my dog like by myself yeah. essentially, yeah. Um, and. My partner is his mother. 
Yeah, yeah, love not that. stepmother. Yes, none of that. No. Yeah, mother. Yeah, yeah. So, how long have you had the dog? And what's its name? Um, so his name is Kenzo. Kenzo, that's a cool name. I've never heard of a dog called Kenzo until now. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, he is like a year and six months. Now Kenzo Sinclair. Kenzo yeah, Sinclair. that is the coolest name. dog name <laughs> I've ever heard. <laughs> that goes with the coolest shirt that I've seen any of our guests wear yeah. here. Thank you. It's, Thank um, you. Let's explain it to the listeners. It's like uh, a it's it's a floral floral. Would you call it? Yeah, it's yeah. a floral like wax yeah. print. Um, featuring very heavily Australian sports colours, yellow, green. <laughs> yep. There's some red and some Aussie, blue. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yeah. Aussie, Aussie, And yeah, I was just like feeling I needed to pick me up yeah. with my shirt today. Yeah, uh, we love it. If the Bromley Lynch could have a shirt, I think that's it. Well, we do like to call ourselves like the battery charging podcast. So like we, we, we like to surround ourselves with battery chargers. And that shirt itself is, <laughs> is charging my battery. I love that. Yeah. Happy um, to provide. Comedian as well. Yeah. Now, stand up, obviously. Do you ever, like for me, that would be horrifying. a very horrifying, um, fearful endeavor because I'd be pretty scared. Now, how long have you had that passion for, like the, the stand up comedy? I've been doing stand up for like five years now, and it's still nerve wracking. Yeah. Um, at times, but it gets so much easier and it also just depends on what type of show you're doing. Like yeah. I reckon you should, and everyone should do an open mic at least once in their lives. That's actually um, a good thing to have on the bucket list. Isn't yeah. It? I reckon put it on your bucket list. If you're listening, put it on your bucket list. I reckon a lot of people think they can be comedians because I mean, they could, yeah. but until you've actually gone up there and been on stage and tried your jokes. I don't think you can fully understand what it takes. Oh, I could imagine. Like the first time you ever did it. Can you remember where you were? Yes. Where was it? Um, so this venue was called The Dancing Dog in Footscray. Yeah. And Tuesdays were open mic nights. Oh. I signed up. I got on and um, it, it went quite well. So yeah. I was really motivated to like go back and do more. Yeah. Second gig, ate shit. Oh, I know. I was like, I'll never want to do this again. Is that and the, so what is, is it like no one laughed? Is that what it was? Um, well, I think when it comes to joke writing, people have different methods, right? Yeah. Like yeah. for me, I often just have like one idea and I get up on stage and I just start talking about it and hope something yeah funny happens or comes to yeah. mind yeah. Yeah. and like that's my own fault mm -hmm. but when you go up there and you're like oh i think there's potential in this idea and then it's like actually there was yeah. there was no potential there um i just wasted these people's time and my own yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. and like after the first one's right like a success to you and yeah. then the second one was what you can as a failure were you like mm, i don't know if this is for me um well as well as that you're hanging out at the gig you're seeing other people get up you're seeing them do well or not so well yeah and it's like a community you see the same people around <laughs> all the time yeah. and sometimes you know your, your joke could be amazing but the crowd is not getting it yeah, yeah. you just do it at different rooms and get different responses and kind of get over it yeah, yeah that yeah. would be yeah like i said we should probably try one one day or oh anything. josh i think that's something we really should do <laughs> i think that is something we we as the Bromley lynch twins should do but separately <laughs> Whoa. And have a bit of a competition and people can it's race. It's not about competition though, is it? It is between us. <laughs> <laughs> Sibling rivalry. Come on. I, yeah, I can see I can see straight away between you it is. But yeah. <laughs> um, I don't ever think like looking at other comedians, I want to do what they do yeah. or whatever because yeah. you can't. No, you can't. I'll tell you what is a competition, Josh. Yeah. And that is the Bromley Lynch quiz. <gasps> now, that's the same reaction that we get from everyone. Everyone's a bit scared. There's a bit of trepidation <laughs> from everyone about doing the quiz. Now, the thing we just do have to explain to people is we're doing it together. So all three of, if all three of us uh, get a question right, we all win. If we, we fail together, that's what happens. Okay, right. cool. Well, it's a team. Uh, Josh, have we got a bit of a, a running score yes. of some of the – because we've had some guests in the past – um, I don't know if you've heard of Samantha Andrew. She's, yes, she, I know her. Yeah, she came on and um, she did pretty well. Mm -hmm. She uh, well, we was, did pretty well. She smashed pretty well. it. She was six out of ten. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, and she the did lots of singing, which was great. Okay, we love that. Yeah, yeah. I can't do that. <laughs> the, <top. laughs> the shirt is enough. Yeah. Uh, the top score is seven. There's a few people Ooh. on that. Then there's a few on six. Couple on five. We had okay. um, Brian Shelton. 
and okay. like Hugh Van Kleinberg, who was on recently as well. Yeah, well. he was four. Yeah. Look, maybe maybe I can compete for the lowest score. Okay. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're the after. Low hanging fruit. <laughs> Shall we start? Shall we? Begin? Let's get into it. Uh-huh. I'm ready. Okay, so there's a few different topics. So, question one: affairs that are current. How do you go with the news? Um, so so. Okay, that's a good answer. <laughs> Boris Johnson has resigned as the Prime Minister of the UK with Partygate. Parties at Parliament House during lockdown being the final straw. What is the origin of ending scandals with the term gate? So party gate. What is the origin? Where did that become a thing? Prevalent. Or when did it become a thing to end with the name gate? What a gate. I oh, think I, I, th- I don't have the answer right now, but I think you are correct. And that was yes. Richard Nixon, I believe, the President of the United States. In the States. 70s. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yes. And there was like something about lost tapes. Are we going with that? Let's go yeah. with that. Watergate. Watergate. Well done. So the term was coined following the Watergate s- scandal. Watergate was the name of the office building that was broken into to steal recorded tapes of US President Richard Nixon, which ultimately led to his impeachment. Sam, well, well done. done. We've got President of the United States, Richard Nixon, in right now. <laughs> I am the President of the United <laughs> States of America. <laughs> <laughs> that should be your stand-up. Improv. Draw, improv. Yeah. No, like, like impersonations. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. <laughs> 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 we are one of one. One of one. Well done. Good start. Great start. Mm. And... And confident. No, there is a confidence about you there. There's a subtle confidence about you. Well, I just listened to this podcast all Ah. about the Boris Johnson resignation scandal. That's what we want. I mean, they didn't talk about Watergate, but Mm. I feel like I'm informed. How would we rate the Boris Johnson party if you were to go there? I wouldn't like to be there. I wouldn't like to be there. Yeah, it's so weird. It'd be a bit bit of a crap vibe. Absolutely. What is he even talking about? Like Uh, he's he's got another child or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly right. Just another one to the list. Number nine. <laughs> <laughs> There's a few running around. Qu- question two, affairs that are current. James Webb re- released a series of photos this week. What were the photos of? Now, Josh Who and I have been in J- Bali for the last week, so I haven't oh. been uh, yeah, I haven't been up with the news. They don't have news in Bali. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Only fresh coconuts. Yeah, oh, yes, fresh coconuts. coconuts. And like bin tank coconuts. So good. Oh, I love them. Yeah. Like, and then a coconut is like the size of your head. Yes, oh, yeah. it was huge. That's my love language. So um, refreshing. It's like mm. a never-ending well, some of the oh, coconuts. No. Yeah. They just, just constantly keep producing liquid. It's <laughs> oh, fantastic. No. Who the hell is ja- who's James Webb? Um, a James Webb telescope. Okay. New NASA photos oh. just dropped. That's what it is. That's what everyone, the, the on Instagram. Yes. Okay, I haven't yeah. looked into it enough. Yeah. I'm not curious enough about it. Are we going to uh, lock it in? Yeah, Sam, I think we should go. I'm, right. gonna, lock it in. I'm locking that in. High definition infrared photos of deep space. Okay, well that was pretty close. That's we that's a count. That's, that's a yeah. count. Yeah, the adjudicator says yes. <laughs> well done. The images show the deepest glimpse of the universe ever recorded and show many galaxies far, far away. It's so nice. I'm like, mm, it's so big out there. Love it. Yeah, take me. Yeah, out there. Do you take think me out there. Do you think there's other life forms? Out Absolutely. There? We love it. Yeah. We said light-hearted, Sam. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Other life. Shut the doors. <laughs> turn, turn, turn the lights off. <laughs> We're locking ourselves in. So, hey, we are two of two. Good start. Yeah. Question yeah, three, it. affairs that are current. The Reserve Bank of Australia has been in the news recently for interest rate rises. Who is the RBA's governor? I don't know, but I'm sure he'd be a hoot, wouldn't he? <laughs> How fun would he be? RBA. <laughs> I hate these um, shortenings of things. What oh, does that mean? Reserve Bank, Reserve Australia. Bank Australia. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there, uh, Reserve Bank Australia. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So who works there? Who's the, uh, who's the governor of it? Governor. He'd, he'd governor. do a lot of Excel spreadsheets. Oh, mm. lots Imagine of, that. Lots of data. A lot of data. Oof. Let's go for a very, very middle-aged person. Yep. James Sullivan. <laughs> James Sullivan, RBA. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to like think if I even know anyone in government who would be like, you know, when when it's yeah. like, oh, oh this, yeah, um, yeah. I got no idea. I, I reckon it's not Daniel Andrews. No, no, <laughs> no, it's definitely not Dan. Let's go with James Sullivan. If we James get that. Sullivan. Yeah. All right. Let's That's do a guess. It. Yeah, guess. Do that. Yep. It's Philip Lowe. Lowe. Pretty, pretty that middle. was pretty close. Yeah, it was pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. Philip Lowe. 
Sam, you were like talking to yourself then a little bit in yeah, your head. I was. Now, Riley, you do a podcast by yourself. Yes. Now, I'm lucky enough to do one with my brother Sam here. What are the challenges of doing one by yourself? Because I would find that quite hor- horrifying as well. And please plug it. Um, yeah, so my podcast is called Non-Dairy Presenting. I recorded by myself at home. And it's at first... Um, I was thinking about doing a podcast and having guests on and that sort of thing. I was like, no, you know what I hate? Admin. <laughs> I don't like emailing people. I don't want people in my house. Um, Fair enough. And I'm also already doing another podcast with two mates called Pop Gaze, yeah. which is like a pop culture, like we're bouncing off each other. And for this podcast, I just have a few sort of segments that I can really easily do by myself because I'm just – Talking to myself, essentially. Um, And it's only half an hour. The first episode took me a long time to record, but now I have a structure and it's really easy. Love it. Yeah, We we love structure. Structure is magic. It just keeps you you grounded. Mm. Keeps you on the path. (laughs) It does. We're two of three. That that was, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And that was a hard question, it a third one. So. Yeah, he, he puts a few of those in. Mm. Yeah. Uh, question four, entertainment, art, and sport. What human vocal range has the highest pitch? Much of a singer? No. So high is like, oh, I can't do it. So what vocal range? Like a, Is it like a, you know how there's... Um, is this tenor like pitch? It's like soprano, oh, that's tenor. That pitch? Is that, is that right? T- yeah, um, I so tenor right. is ten tenors. I know them as like ten tenors, like so, <laughs> like, like loud and low. Mm-hmm. No, soprano. Soprano is the high one, I reckon. I reckon oh. soprano. Might I think be the we high go one. with that. Yeah. You have to lock it in. I'm locking that in. Soprano. Oh, well done. Great. See, we we like these Dang. ones. We do know things. Yes, we, we do know things. things. <laughs> the highest soprano is the highest female voice. Mezzo soprano is or meno soprano uh, is a female voice between. I oh, don't care about that <laughs> <laughs> at all. What, well, we're not going to go through all seven <laughs> things. I as long as we got soprano, I'm happy. Did so you ever? Did you ever used to watch the Sopranos? No, I never got into that. <laughs> Me either. Did you? Good, good question, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like it was a lockdown thing, hey. Yeah. Well, Sam, didn't you watch? I've watched movie? about three seasons. Yeah, but I'm looking after that. The dog, so I can't get my step dog. <laughs> can't I, get I don't the get time. <laughs> Question five. Hey, we're on a roll. Who is the youngest ever Australian artist to reach number one on the US Billboard chart? Ooh, youngest, oh, youngest um, dance monkey. They're, oh, they're not that t- young. Tones and I. There's just a song sounds like oh, it was written by a child. Who's the youngest? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like no. that. Mm, okay, am I reading these people too hard? I'm sorry, Tony. No. And I. Oh, yeah, <laughs> no. Don't worry. But uh, we love it. Yeah. Are they listening? Who is uh, No, I don't think they? Tones and I is listening. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> Look, they won't be is. now. Um, <laughs> uh, what about the kid Leroy? Oh, oh that's a good one. That's a good one. Did he the other week uh what really late for his concert? concert? I don't know if he's sh- Think I'm not going to spread false news, but I believe youngest that Australian artist like to reach number one. Maybe it is Kid Leroy. I reckon it's because, Kid Leroy. Yeah, because didn't he do a thing with Justin Bieber? He did. See, so I'm thinking like yeah. as soon as you get in Bieber's yeah, as soon as you're featuring house. with Justin Bieber, like you're not really lifting too many fingers for the rest of your life, I are reckon. you? And I'm you know thinking otherwise it'd be someone from like 30 years ago, and mm-hmm. I don't know, like Nikki Webster, something, or like, something that. like that, or yeah. like Olivia Newton-John, Grace Time. Yeah. But was she a number one? Like how young was Kylie Minogue when she was big as a singer? Nah, she was more UK, wasn't yeah. she? Oh, she was oh, pretty big. True, but she was maybe she was like above 18, yeah. surely. Do we want to go Kid Let's Leroy? Go Kid, Kid Leroy. Leroy. Well done. Oh, oh. This is great. Josh, nice. This is what we want. Wealth of knowledge. Yes. The Australian-born First Nations artist hit number one with the song Stay featuring Justin Bieber. Well yes. Good well song. Good song. I know how old was he? Yeah, how old was question. he? Uh, we're getting a quick we're getting, we're getting a Google check. Can't say I've listened to too much Kid Leroy. Um, yeah, no, I only know that song Stay. Spe- <laughs> He's 18. 18. 18. Okay. Yeah. Speaking well of listening to music, you have quite the record collection. Yeah. Now, try. how many have you got? Um, I think I have maybe 40 records. Yeah, that's a lot. But, like, it doesn't look like a lot, but they're so expensive. So you're like, oh. I was in a record shop the other day. Very expensive. Mm. Yeah. 
There was there was some over in Bali for like ridiculous amount. I reckon like over a hundred bucks Australian easy. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, a lot. Must be to import. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Question six. Yeah, four Which, or five. Four or five. Which actor links the characters Cliff Booth, Ben Rickert, Rusty Ryan, and Tyler Durden? Which actor links the characters? So does this mean like one actor, actor has played, played all, all these, these characters? Brad yeah. Pitt. Cliff Booth. Rusty Ryan. Rusty. From Oceans? Rusty Ryan. Rusty? In, yeah, Rusty in Oceans. Yeah. What is he? Cliff Booth. Oh, he's Cliff Booth in um, Tarantino's new film. With, uh, once, with Once Upon a Time uh, in Hollywood. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's Cliff Booth, the stuntman. Wow, you are very smart. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm uh, pop culture. Yeah, yeah Sam, you pop know, culture like my and queen. Let's lock it in. I reckon. Brad Pitt. Bradley Brad Armpit. Jesus Christ. This is great. Brad's less famous brother, Doug, a bit like Sam, <laughs> featured in a Virgin Mobile ad as its celebrity endorsement on the grounds that he deserves a fair go. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough mm. for Bradley's brother. Brad Pitt. Very good looking man. He is. Uh, Question seven. What are we up to? We're five of six? You are. Yeah, we are. Now, this is where usually the wheels fall off. We're s- sorry. We're six of seven. Oh, no, it doesn't. Five, six. Five, six. Yeah. Okay. Right so history, geography, and science. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is going to be hard. Now, speaking of geography, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I went through your Instagram and I saw that you were, uh, did you pro- propose recently? I did. In a cereal <laughs> aisle of a supermarket? Congratulations. I proposed in the kitchen. <laughs> okay. But um, the lighting in the kitchen wasn't great. No. <laughs> so straight to the cereal aisle. So, yeah, um, we were cooking or, like, we were about to cook and um, I proposed. And That's it was, like, beautiful. Amazing. But then um, I was like, we need a photo. <laughs> yeah. We need cornflakes. Yeah. And we were um, – Hungry, so we went to the supermarket for a snack and was like, we will take a photo in the supermarket. And it's just, uh, my friend was like, who took the photo? And I'm like, self-timer, babe. Oh, self-timer. It's perfect. But the, the, um, the shelves. The shelves. Yeah. It's on the shelf. Yeah. Self-timer. Um, favorite cereal. Perfect. So what was, it, was, it, was it in front of the cornflakes? It was. Yeah. 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 Is that because you lo- both like cornflakes? Um, we both love cereal. Yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah. Are you a cereal in the PMs, like in the Arvo sort of setup? Any time of the day. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Love that. Question seven. Congratulations, by the way. Thank That's you. That's beautiful. <laughs> what type of dogs does Queen Elizabeth famously have for pets? I believe I know the answer. I know yeah, the answer. Yeah. Much of a. I'm going to say it at the same time. Yeah. One. One, two, two three. three. Corgis. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I reckon we got it. Yes. Corgis is correct. Fond of corgis since she was a small child, 180 years ago, <laughs> Elizabeth, Elizabeth II has owned more than 30 corgis since she became queen of the Commonwealth realms in 1952. Now, you know how some people say they have the best, the well, like the most um, well-looked-after dog in the world? Mm-hmm. Queen Liz. Surely. I reckon like those dogs are on a special diet. Would have like butlers, yeah. maids, yeah. their own room in Buckingham Palace. Yeah. <laughs> their own little palace. Their own yeah. little palace in the, in the palace. Absolutely. Yeah. They would. Um, well done. This is good. We're yeah. dominating. We are six of seven. Now, wow. no, no, uh, we're yeah. seven. six we? of seven. Wow. Yeah, we only missed one question. And that was a hard question. Yeah, that was so a hard like question. Personally, I'm not counting it. <laughs> Fair enough. That was too hard. We're not counting it. Yeah. What is the capital city of Poland? Ever been to Poland? I haven't been to Poland. Do you um, reckon you know it? Warsaw. Yeah, I reckon it's Warsaw as yeah. well. I think you're right. I reckon it's Warsaw. I reckon. You're, ex- you're very smart. <sighs> I, re- I reckon like there's other cities, but they can't compete. Where's Krakow? Ooh. Krakow, true. Oh. Mm. Sam, you put a spanner in the works yeah, here. I have. But it doesn't have capital city vibes, so. No. No. Warsaw <laughs> definitely does. Krakow, like, no. Krakow is like, you know. That's just yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Warsaw is like, yeah. yeah we're going to Warsaw. We're going to the capital of Poland. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to lock in Warsaw? Uh, I, I hope that's oh, it. It's Warsaw. Yeah, it's yes. Warsaw. Well done. This is great. <laughs> Warsaw is also known as the Phoenix City due to the number of times it has been destroyed and risen again. Wow. Mm. Ah, because Phoenix rises. Okay. They do. They Cockroach. rise from the ashes. i tell you what is... Just like the emus you're looking at right now. Oh, the emu war. Oh, yeah. nice. Have you heard of the emu war? I have. Wow. Because we just did a deep dive into the emu war about 
five or six weeks ago. I'd never really heard of it until some of our producers here were talking about it. And I was just amazed at the going on. Yeah. Are you working with um, the folks making this into a movie? No. Or a thing? No. Um, we should do there that. There are some, pro- some comedians involved in a... Like, I don't know if movie is the right word, but they're working on um, on this. Um, yeah. Jonathan Schuster. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. you should get we him on. We should look into He's that. funny. Look Jonathan Schuster. Yeah. Sam, write that down. <laughs> uh, this is great. So we've got two questions to go and we are seven of eight. The pressure's on. Yeah. So this is so you are now equal, you are equal with, with the leader. The score of the best guest so far. Who wow. was that? That was Nick Butler, Dan Gorringe and someone else. Yeah. I can't remember their name. Who <laughs> <laughs> Too many guests. Yes, too many guests. Too many guests. Uh Chloe Malloy. Uh what is the name of the large lake? Located in the centre of Canberra. 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 How do you say Canberra? Canberra. Camembert. Canberra. Camembert. Um, Cheese. Yeah, I have no idea. No, Sorry I'm, I'm to Canberra. Yeah. Um, What's the most famous? Right, I've been there. I've sat next to it, but I didn't because I was on a school excursion as a teacher. When you're near lakes, you're hyper vigilant, <laughs> <laughs> and you're not. You're not. You don't care about the lakes title. You care about how shallow and deep it is, (laughs) and in case a kid jumps in, and you might have to save a kid. You're taking, you got your shoes off in preparation. Yeah, shoes are off. (laughs) Um, Like I was trying to enjoy lunch. You can't enjoy lunch. No, no. No. You're just waiting for them to go. Uh, Um, This is called the flip. It's so it's called. It's around like a war memorial. Yeah, I believe. What about like the Remembrance Lake? The Lake Lake of of Remembrance. Yeah, let's go something like that. Yeah, Poppy Lake. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Or, or does it have like a traditional name? I reckon, or, it oh yeah, I reckon it's like named after someone. I always look um. I always look at him. <laughs> um Nah, this one's got me. Yeah, Anzac yeah. Lake? Oh uh, I wanna say like Anzac. Anzac. Yeah, I wanna say like is there a river in Canberra? I think Anzacs deserve a lake, not yeah. so much. Like if it was a dam, I wouldn't call the dam after the Anzacs. <laughs> they deserve an ocean. Yeah, they deserve an ocean. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Mm. Do you want to go Anzac? Anzac Lake? No, but that's... It doesn't just, really roll off the tongue, does it? It doesn't, it doesn't. It's not like um, Warsaw, is it? Warsaw. Oh. Krakow Lake? No? Definitely not Krakow Lake. What is it? I was there. I think, I think it would be something like Lake something. Lake, Lake something. Lake, Lake, Lake Canberra. Lake, you, yeah, or Lake Remembrance. Oh. Let's go with that. Let's lock it in. It's uh, close enough Lake, to Anzac. But it's Lake not. Remembrance. Oh, Lake that's Burley the one. Griffin. Who is Burley Who Griffin? Is I'll, I'll tell, tell you. you. So, Lake Burley Griffin is an artificial lake in the centre of Canberra. Named after Walter Burley Griffin, the American architect who won the competition to design the city of Canberra. That's right. Oh. That's ringing a bell. So he made his own lake, essentially. See, I did say, is it na- uh, something named? Yeah, like, you're named right. After you were on you But were I had no idea. It. That's a good name. Walter Burley Griffin. Burley Griffin. Too long. You reckon? Like Bromley Lynch? Yeah. Yeah, but like, you wouldn't name a lake after yourselves, would you? Oh, there's, no, a, little, you would? there's a little puddle in Ballarat somewhere that I've got my eyes on. <laughs> 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 uh, All right. Um, so we are seven of seven of nine yeah, still. We need this. Okay. To be... Now, God this damn. is question 10. Okay, now. now but... My heart. Today, you ran your quickest ever... 10K. 10K. Yes. Well done. Now you're a big runner. I love running. It's my it's my new thing. Well, I love not that. so new, but was this a lockdown thing? A little bit, yeah, because like nothing else to do. Yeah. Um, I've actually been running for some years, um, but never that seriously, and now I'm sort of more into it. With a goal in mind, like a an event. I'm doing the Melbourne Marathon 5K. Love it. Um, which should be easy, but yeah. I just want to do it really quickly. Yeah. Well, it'll be easy if you're doing a 10K yeah. in under an hour. That's a good effort. Yeah. We love it. We love to hear it. Question 10. Question 10, 10. is, what oh, is a symbol for the star sign Libra? Libra. 
Oh, I mean, did you write this question for me? Because I'm a Libra. Oh, this is great. This is perfect. Um, you know what? It's the scales. The scales. The scales. Yeah. I'm just not even going to. What's your star sign? Mine's an Aries, which well, I've got oh, you. Oh, you too. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Libra and Aries are sister signs because they're on the opposite ends of the zodiac. Wow. So opposite each other. Oh, beautiful. So, so you will probably find yourselves getting really, uh, getting along really well with a Libra, which, which I we're think doing is we're doing true. Yes, yeah. so that's exactly what's yeah. happening right here. <laughs> Maybe we should only get Libras from now on. I reckon. <laughs> yeah. You should do a little compatibility yeah. be- before inviting your guests. Yeah. Like, what's your co-star? Yeah, exactly. So does every single sign have a co-star? Yeah, so all the signs that are opposite each other um, are like sister they signs. They do a dance together. Right? Yeah. Oh, beautiful. That's great. Let's go We're for scales. Going. Scales. That's it. Lock it in. Locking it in. It's the scales. Yeah, well done. Well done. So the symbol of the scales is based on the scales of justice held by Themis. The Greek... Personification of divine law and custom. Mm. Very heavy yeah. on a Friday afternoon. All <laughs> right, you are now the leader of the Bromley Lynch quiz. Well done. How I, do you feel? Oh, wow. I feel like um, I need a crown or something. Yes. We don't Sector. have one of those. What we do have is a Coke Zero in the fridge. If you I want a love co- Coke Zero. We'll get you one of Glass those. bottle. What? Yeah. Yeah, I know. The luxury. I know. Yes. Not, Glass, not a, none of this canned shit. Yeah. Glass just tastes better, doesn't it? Glass it does. does. It it's does. also the perfect millage as well. Like it's <laughs> 250, like around 250 mil. Yeah. I think that the 375 can sometimes, it's almost too much. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. When we, you love the look of the, the residue from the glass bottle as well as oh. it starts to condensate. And, and you know, as you take your lips off the oh, glass bottle, that suction. sound. Yeah. And this is the beauty ASMR. of the Bromley Lynch quiz. Like we've gone from James Webb finding another galaxy yeah. <laughs> all the way to Coke bottles. Yeah. The versatility of it, it all. Uh, we it, love it. It just proves the point that Aries and Libras, Libras are <laughs> the, the sisters because we both love glass bottles of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't it? Oh, that's great. Um, Do, uh, uh, Josh, quickly. Yeah. Now, comedian. Mm-hmm. Who, who are some of your comedic influences? Yeah. Um, I like Wanda Sykes, um, Tiffany Haddish, um, Eric Andre. Um, yeah, those are like some of my favorites. I will have to do some more research on them because I love Carl Barron. (laughs) 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 No, I once went to, this is classic, like, uh, Mm -hmm. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. He was incredible. He's big for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. He he was incredible. It was a great experience. It was. It was. Um, but the observational, like the human behavior comedy is what I find so funny. Like comedians making observations about human behavior. I yeah. think that's the the best kind of comedy. Yeah. I feel like there's so many different types of comedy out now. You can kind of, like everyone can find their niche yeah. and yeah. Um, yeah. We love it. TikTok, it. TikTok comedy. Yes, we love it. Mm. Um, Raylia, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank we you really for having me. It. What a pleasure. And no. what we do at the end, because we're battery charging, and now that we're, um, what do we call them? Sign sisters? Well, yeah, is that what we call it? Yeah, well, sign sisters. I like it. Yeah. Co-signs. 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 We always say to, to people at the end, we love them, but mm-hmm. this has special meaning because yeah. we, we are... Cosines. We're cosines. Yeah. Co-signed. So we love Destined. you. We love you. I love you guys. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, then it would be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share with your friends. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggestions, or to advertise with one of our podcasts, then email hello at Thanks for tuning in. Producey.com.